Another week into high school football here in the state of Texas in the Fredericksburg Battle and Billies are still playing. They're still, still alive. Up. Still alive. Exciting That's times. Yeah, and, no doubt. Uh, no here doubt. with head coach Lance Moffitt, as we always are, and we're hoping this isn't one of our last episodes because the Billies still right. got some football left in them as they showed Friday night in a 45-41 win over the Somerset, 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 Somerset Bulldogs. Yeah. Um, coach, I bet you had a great weekend. Yeah, no, um, said it all year. You know, everything's better when you win. Certainly, when you win in the playoffs, it's even better because you get to extend your season one more week. And that's, uh, you know, that's that's what it's all about. That's what you want to do right now. Um, I'm not sure these seniors are ready to stop playing football. Um, they're kind of on a mission. They want to keep this thing going. They want to uh, win as much as they can to keep this thing alive and keep practicing and keep doing what we do. So certainly being able to do that Friday night against a really good opponent, you know, eight and two opponent coming out of that district that was exceptionally explosive and really good on defense and, and really good on the special teams kicking game. And um, we knew all that going in. And so to get out of there with the win, we we're very happy about that. Well, and I thought the y'all's district really had a good showing against that district because you and every single matchup, outside of Austin LBJ, which they're a little bit of an outlier, were close, really competitive games. Yeah, I, I was a little – I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I thought we had a chance to sweep, to be honest. Um, I thought that Bernie Cranion Lake was a good matchup. It proved to be. You know, went down to the wire, one-score game. Um, Canyon Lake had a chance to win it at the end. Um, and then I think the surprise was Pleasanton beating Lampasas. Um, it was a one-point game. Uh, certainly a tight ball game, close game. Who knows? I didn't, you know, get to get to scout it or whatever. If we're fortunate to win this week, then that's who we'll match up with. Probably more than likely they play Beville Jones, but uh, maybe we'll get to see that game. But I was surprised that uh, Pleasanton had beaten uh, Lampasas. But then I heard that they had gotten their quarterback who'd been missing down the stretch. So because they lost to Somerset and then they – you know, had a close game with Lavernia and, and they played, you know, they played Bernie to overtime with their quarterback. So, you know, some of those things happened. But, yeah, I mean, overall, you know, two of our teams advanced and two of them went home. And, you know, that's that's pretty good showing for, for what you can do. And all the games were close, like you said. So, so yeah, I mean, our district is definitely tough um, with – I think you mentioned that LBJ is an outlier. I mean, I think they're – they're head and shoulders. It's LBJ above. and everyone else right now. I, I yeah. think you're right. I think you know they're the projected favorite to win the region, uh, and so you know go back to the semifinals like they did last year. So, so yeah, um, you know, but that's that's a week in week out thing for us in our district, as as we found out. But we're we're just uh, blessed and honored to be still playing. That's for sure. And you guys found a way to get a win over yeah. an eight and two Somerset Bulldog team down there at yeah. Rutledge Stadium, and. Um, and we talked a lot after the game about yeah. the defense because the defense, you yeah. know, while they gave up 40 points, had a fantastic game. They had the two big interceptions, yeah. and, and we talked about James making his big play and Angel Neary. And yeah. um, Angel Neary is my athlete of the week for y'all this week. Awesome. And, yeah. um, and I think that's his, I think that's his first appearance. Yeah. But there's another area that I want to talk about a little bit, and it wasn't yeah. just highlighted this week. Y'all showed it last week. Is Y'all's passing game has really caught fire late, especially the deep ball uh, to Kay yeah. and Mason Ray and, yeah. and a high how dynamic are those two when they're both working? Yeah, I mean, that that's the thing that, you know, we weren't able to do throughout the regular season, right? We, we at any given point, I think there was only a handful of games where they were both playing. And, and so, you know, Cade came off of his injury. Mason has been kind of nursing a chronic injury all season. Um, and so, you know, over in Taylor – 
we had two opportunities to hit K deep, and we, we didn't get that done. Um, but then, you know, we're able to get it done against Lampasas, you know, twice, and then against Somerset, get it to the ball to Cade, and then hit hit Mason on some short stuff, and, and he makes somebody miss. And now all of a sudden a short behind the line of scrimmage screen pass turns into a 65-yard touchdown or whatever. Yeah, that's what he can do. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, certainly um, very dynamic. Um, Leighton Byer caught a ball and had a good run up the sideline. Sam Seidenberger caught a touchdown pass. Uh, Jesse Leha caught a big swing pass that was up the sideline. So, yeah, um, that's going all the way back to when you and I talked about, you know, what we wanted to accomplish offensively way back when um, is balance in the offense. You know, we, we took the first drive against Somerset. It was 16 plays, I think, and two of them were pass plays. So, 14 running plays. We, we took about seven minutes off the clock the a first bunch quarter of third downs. you know and so that's that's what you want to be able to do and yeah. then but then when you get behind now you got to be able to get back in the game so you got to be able to throw that vertical ball and and score quickly you know we were in a point in that game where we needed to score quickly and so we were able to do that you know get Cade behind somebody and and uh you know we had the two the, the two biggest plays you already mentioned were the two big defensive you know, turnovers that one of them was a score and the other one put us on the three-yard line. six and a half because it really could have been. He just yeah, kind of got hung up he, at the five-yard line. He got <laughs> stuck at the end trying to make a cut and they were able to tackle him on the two-yard line or whatever. But, but yeah, I mean, I think those those two things together um, and, and the emergence of the, the passing game, um, you know, I mean, I think – you know, and we've had the passing game most of the year. Um, Logan Mesker has been a, a bright spot in the passing game. The Bernie late, game is yeah. one game I can remember him really shining. Yeah, Leighton Byer, you know, has done has done a good job in that as well. And so, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we, we want to throw it, and we want to throw it when we need to throw it, and we want to be balanced, and, and we certainly want to run it. So, so, yeah, those things combined, you know, definitely helped us the other night for sure. You mentioned needing to scoring fast, and I think you're yeah. referring to uh, kind of into third – yeah. Early in fourth, where uh, you fumble the ball twice, you give them, you kind of hand yeah. them ten points, yeah. um, and of course your defense had the big stop to keep it yeah. to just ten and not fourteen. But yeah. um, what does it say about this team? Are y'all y'all fall behind like y'all do? Y'all make some crucial errors and it's not looking good y'all find a way to regroup and keep fighting yeah I think that speaks to the belief of those kids um in each other and uh and their 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 willingness to do whatever it takes to to find a way to win you know they they want to find a way to win they they certainly didn't want last Friday night to be the end of our season um and so I think it's resilience it's perseverance is the two words I used Friday night um they just they just found a way to get it done, and they knew, and they, and they're confident in each other. You know those things. You know that's a matter of happenstance. If you think about, we throw a pick six in the first half, give them a touchdown. We fumble the first series out of half for us after they've driven the ball and scored to make it a put together a long drive of their own. Yeah, yeah. and 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 take the lead. I think it was a seven point game. I don't remember exactly, but. But they go down and score. I know they came out of half and scored 17 points. Yeah, so they scored. Then we fumble it right back to them. They score again. So so now, you know, um, and then we fumble again a third time, you know, or a third turnover if you count the pick six. So now, you know, now we've given them a short field and and points, you know, three times. Luckily, the defense rose up right there. 
held them to a field goal. So, so that's where the 17 comes from. And uh, anyway, the, the three scores, you know, where we basically give them a short field, we give them a touchdown, and then the defense rises up and forces them to a field goal. 17 points, like you mentioned, 17-point swing. You know, we're up 14 at one point, and there's a 17-point swing. Now we're down three. Yeah in the third quarter, and the third quarter's about to end. <laughs> and so, now you're in the fourth quarter, uh, it's not good. So, so yeah, I mean, we – I just think the kids believe in each other. I don't think there was ever any doubt um, amongst the kids um, that we were going to get it done. You know, there, there was certainly con some concern um, that, you know, hey, we needed to make some mistakes. You know, as coaches, I mean, we – you know, we lost our – our stuff a little bit and got after them a little bit. You know, we offense turns the ball over two series in a row. You got to get after their absolutely. Got to yeah. get after their tails a little bit. Get out, get some in extra mess. motivation. Well, yeah, get in their mess <laughs> kit a little bit and make sure they take care of the football and whatever. And then, you know, we come back out and we do we do that and we they can't really stop us. They you know that was the thing is that you think about that game. Our defense played good enough for us to win the game when they needed to was the thing. You know, you and I have alluded to this before. Our defensive coaches are never satisfied when they give up points, right, mm -hmm. or when they give up big plays. They hate explosive plays, and we gave up too many big plays the other night. And so defensive coaches – To an explosive are, offense, but – Yeah, but to yeah. a very explosive offense who, by the way, we go back and watch the film, Coy Detmer – is exceptional at calling plays and he did a really good job of calling plays that accentuated their strengths and exploited our weaknesses right yeah so so i mean and in the playoffs just like in district everybody's coaching you know they're watching film they see where where we've got a deficiency or where we've got a, a hole in our defense or whatever and they're going to try to exploit that and and you know you go back and watch and then you look at the detmer kid cole exceptional quarterback i'll go down on a limb and tell you that from my perspective of playing that same group of kids twice uh, this kid's way better than the older detmer who played in 13 relative to putting the ball where he needs to he gets it out in a hurry makes and that's great what decisions. i noticed about him and like he, yeah. he's not a physically like oh you look at that dude and think d1 no. quarterback but no, he no, does no. everything you want from the quarterback position and he does it well Oh, certainly, and he checks them into plays and out of plays and, and is able to put the ball. I mean, they, he gets under center, and he's going to take that snap out of center and get that ball out on the edge as quick as he can. And so, so yeah, I mean, you have to give them credit. Certainly, you know, you want to be that team that dominates another team or whatever, but I just don't think that's going to happen in the playoffs. Uh, and so, for us to be able to play complementary football, um, both offensively and defensively, when we needed to get stops, we got stops. We got a couple of stops in particular. One was holding them to a field goal that was a game changer it really and was then, you know we got two stops in the fourth quarter that allowed us to get back in the game and then allowed us to finish the game you know and and I mean they had enough time on the first one that they could have gone down and scored and we were able to stop them you know and then we had we thought we had enough time to run out the clock and then we weren't able to get a first down so we had to kind of quick kick it down there and they got the ball back with about you know 30 seconds or whatever was left on the clock and so you know all the way to the end you got to make plays, and so and then and then from a special team standpoint, you know, I talked about it Friday night. You know, we got to take better pride in our kickoff team. We we gave them, you know, they were getting the ball between our thirty and our forty yard line on every kickoff, and that's just too much. You know, you want them to be somewhere between the twenty and the thirty. Yeah, and so we've got to shore that up a little bit. We had some, we had some. 
some coverage problems on kickoff that we got fixed during the night. So we were able to get it a little bit better, and we're going to work on that today and try to get that fixed today and tomorrow in practice. So Absolutely. Well, and, and you, you mentioned facing a good quarterback. Yeah. Uh, from the tape I have seen of the Cal Allen Wildcats, uh, they are absolutely dynamic at the quarterback position. That number five uh, is a superb athlete. Now you can, I mean, I, when I was watching their, their tape against uh, Beville Jones, yeah. um, the first few clips were just kind of him tucking and running and making things happen. But then later on in the game, he threw a, he threw a 50-yard bomb right on the money. And, and yeah. you know, you guys, this isn't the first time y'all have faced a dynamic quarterback. Yeah. But when when you look at that team, from what, from what I could tell, he really just jumped off the film for me. Yeah, no, I mean, number five, Bryce Burnett or Burnett. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a dynamic player. Um, and they, you know, the thing about them is – just their expectation and their consistency with the way they operate, the way they do things. Um, you know, Coach Danaher's been there a long time, you know, 35-plus years, close to 40 years, um, and he has established a program. I think I saw Friday night that, you know, they're the longest – streak of playoff appearances in Texas high school football currently. They have 35 years of going to the playoffs. Um, they're two or three years removed, three years, I think, three or four years removed from playing in the 5A state finals um, with another good team that he had. You know, they've sent – multiple kids to college over the years and you know he had a lineage of kids who played there who played in college and were great players so um you know it's an exceptional program and uh tradition rich and storied and all that and and so yeah when you look at them that's what stands out the most is how they operate how they do things when you have a program like that it's not as much about who they are at each position as it is about how they do things and their kids you know they don't ever doubt what coach Danaher says or what coach uh, Campbell and the coaching staff say to them because they have a proven track record of if we do this we're going to go to the state finals or we're going to do whatever so so their kids execute at a extremely high level and then when you throw in a little bit of talent this number five quarterback um, is exceptionally talented he can run it he can throw it he can run the offense the way they need it to be run uh, and so yeah I mean I, I I think he certainly stands out you know number 44 stands out in my mind too linebacker um, uh, William Birch is his name I think if I can see that properly um, and excuse me that's 41 44 is Colton Galloway or Callaway um, and he's a stud on defense uh, reminds us a lot of Gary Seidenberger and Logan Metzger um, very similar to, to having guys like that which we've talked at length about yeah how good we feel like those guys are so so yeah I mean they're they're an exceptional program uh, they're 10 and 1 they're not 10 and 1 for for any reason except that they're good <laughs> you Absolutely, know yeah uh, and so so yeah I mean we're gonna have our hands full um with them and uh you know it, it's a good matchup for us they they run the football 83 percent of the time um they throw it when they need to um and and maybe their percentage is skewed a little bit because they've won some big games and in those big games you know, maybe late in the game they don't have to throw the football as Kinda much. Kind of like last so, week against Zapata. Yeah. yeah, so, so you know, and you look at their, their overall body of work, they've won some games by a lot of, a lot of margins. Um, and so you don't know how accurate your statistics are based on, you know, they, when they can throw it or they need to throw it, they can throw it. And so yeah. that's, that's the thing, you know, you, you feel like, 
that you got to stop the run, which is a traditional thing in high school football. Um, Coach Danaher, I'm certain he wants to run the football. Um, but, you know, you watch what they do on offense. They're going to throw it when they need to, and they're going to throw it to a guy that's wide open, similar to the – you know, I wouldn't say they're a slot tee um, like Canyon Lake or Liberty Hill or some of those guys, but they're certainly um, a, a blend of, of slot style football they're going to line up in some wing sets and they're going to line up in some tray over sets with a wing and they're going to line up in some different uh tackle over sets and and they do some of those same plays they run buck sweep and they run ggt counter and they run a lot of the things that the slot t teams run um they just run it from a shotgun set and and in the shotgun that's able to spread you out a little bit and now it makes the throwing game that much more you know plausible in terms of you know that they might be able to throw it on any play, so so they're good for sure. Well, they're definitely another talented team. Yeah. I think they going in. They're ranked eighth. I saw on Dave Campbell's this morning. They're picked to beat y'all by something like twenty or something, uh, which is kind of high. Yeah, but that's a lot. I mean, I, I yeah, no <laughs> doubt. I, the one I saw was fifteen. So yeah, I mean, I, I would expect them to be picked to beat us. They're ten and one. We're seven and four. But now, you guys so, are not um, strangers to facing top-ranked opponents this year. No, we have, you know, and that's something that I want to sell on these kids. I, I don't want to oversell – I'm not going to oversell their ranking and their tradition and their history because the cool thing is I don't know if our kids, you know, really know that much about Cal Allen. The coaches do, you know, the, 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 the older people in the community probably understand. People that have lived in the Corpus area probably understand – you know who Cal Allen is and what they're about, but I don't want to oversell all that because I don't want our kids to be intimidated just because of who they are. You know, I, I'm a little intimidated, right? I'm going to be a little intimidated when I shake Coach Danaher's hand, right? Because yeah, he's a legend in high school football coaching. You know, and yeah. so just, just I mean, I, I was similar in, to facing a Detmer. <laughs> well, no question, and I was, you know, I was awestruck last year when we played him in softball you know he was there at the game and I got to speak with him for a minute and you know and it was cool and it's neat as a coach to 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 see that guy or whatever but at the end of the day I don't know if our kids know anything about that you know so I'm not going to oversell it certainly they're they're ranked number eight for a reason they're 10 and one uh, coming off of a playoff win um, but you know they gotta they gotta play the game and so do we so um, you know we gotta sell it as we want to keep our thing alive we gotta sell it as we want to just keep getting better at what we do um, every day that's what we that's what I told them this morning it's up to you. We're still practicing. Y'all want to practice next week. We got to get better today. <laughs> yeah. You know, and y'all want to win on Friday night. We got to get better today. And then tomorrow we got to get better again. We still got one more practice today. Uh, the special teams run through this afternoon. We'll watch some film and we got to get better from doing that. And then if we get better each day and correct some of the things, you know, take care of the football a little bit better, uh, do some things, you know, tackle a little bit better on defense and cover a little bit better, um, then then we'll have a chance. Um, you know, certainly if we don't do those things, then they will exploit us because that's what, that's what quality programs do. But, yeah, to your point, that's another thing I'm probably going to sell them on is that we haven't – we haven't beaten one of those ranked teams yeah. that we've played. But you have right? played them well. We have. We played Bernie, who was ranked at the time. We played Wimberley, who was ranked at the time. Uh, and we played LBJ, who was all ranked top ten anyway at the time when we played them. And, you know, we played them well at, at, at any given point in those games. 
we either had a lead or we had a chance to, to, to hold on to a lead or go get a lead or try to finish the game. And we came up short, uh, you know, in the second half. And so we're going to have to do some of those things better. But we've also proven to do that some too. So, um, you know, that's the thing you like about it is you just got to get out there and play. And you got to try to play your best every week and, and put your kids in a position to be successful. I, I shout out to our coaches. Um, that's the thing that – uh, I think the other night that was really good was you know, we certainly got after the kids a little bit for, for making some mistakes, but um, I think we never lost our sense of calm in terms of the adjustments we needed to make um, in order to finish the game the way we finished it. So 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 our coaching staff did a really good job, and, and, I, and you know, I'll always shout out to Cole um, and his command of the offense and the offensive line for – what they did to, to get us through that game. You know, we really need to lean on them. You know, and at one point, Cole, you know, he's running down the sidelines and he's trucking people, you know, because yeah. <laughs> he wants to win the game, right? And so, so that you know, that's the kind of thing we have to have. And, and these kids, are they're all in right now. So, we're going to keep it that way and get better. And hopefully we can match up with these guys. You know, having not ever played them, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to tell. The common opponent that we both have is Tyvee. And uh, we beat Tyvee 44 Tyvee did play him good, better than I – kind of they thought did. they would well, that, no we, we beat Tavi 44 27 and they beat Tavi 21 to nothing so I mean that's a that's a pretty good game for Tavi you know uh, down the stretch if you look at what they did so um, you know but Cal Allen had to travel that whole way you know they played right here in Tavi so I you know I don't know uh, but and I don't know if you can if you're comparing apples and apples when you when you make that comparison but that's the only one we really have so yeah we'll see they they did play Jordanton we we hadn't played Jordanton but the fact that they played them, you know, just, you know, they, they beat them pretty good. So, um, you know, they're, they're a good team. You know, you don't win ten games and, and lose one and, and not be good, right? So yeah, absolutely. We're going to have to get after it and we're going to have to play. We're going to have to show up. I want to shout out to our fans. You know, we need to have a sea of red down there. The, the venue, Jordanton High School, Indian Stadium is a exceptional venue, but it's kind of small. So we want to fill it up so that it has an electric atmosphere to it. Yeah. Um, a little bit better than playing in a huge stadium like we played in last Friday where it was kind of cavernous and it was almost kind of like a JV game in terms of the amount of people that were there, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, it wasn't – we didn't fill up the stadium. So Fred got close, though. Give um, credit, credit to the – No, I'll give credit to our fans. We traveled really well, and I think we had a lot more people than they did at that game for sure. So, But I encourage everybody to come. I, we, we, we hope it's going to be carried on Billy's Live this week, but we really would rather people come to the game because we want to have a sea of red and, and that support and all of that. And in that stadium – it will be notable if yeah. if people will show up. So um, I think the stadium with standing room only will hold 5,000 people. So, um, you know, and it will hold 3,000 people in the bleachers. So it should be a good time. Absolutely. So, and before I throw yeah. my last question at yeah. you, then we wrap this thing up, I want to yeah. give a couple shout-outs to a couple other Fredericksburg uh, high school athletic teams doing some good – and even some middle school, the basketball team. They've, yeah. they've been getting going. I think they've got some games today as we're recording this against Wimberley. And yeah. uh, they'll play today, I think, starting at 4. Mm -hmm. um, but – uh, Fred, girls basketball, Ella Hartman, the junior, scored her a, thou a thousandth career point the other day. So I want to give a yeah. uh, congrats to her, and they're off to a 2-0 and start. So Yeah, no, Ella is an exceptional young lady, exceptional player. Um, she's in her junior year. Um, 
got to go to the state tournament as a freshman, uh, has done some amazing things. And she's most notably the last two years, all three years, she's been a student trainer who's helped us with football. So she gets to travel with us and do things with us in football. So it's kind of cool for us to get to be around her in a different setting. Um, she's certainly um, one of the leaders on that team and expect great things from her. And, and what a great you know, thing for her to do, score a thousand points in high school, and it's As just the junior. beginning of her junior year. So, it's pretty cool. So pretty yeah, cool. No, that speaks to her ability to shoot the three. I think also, and also, I think Coach Grona got her two hundredth win. Congrats, um, Coach Grona, on, on Saturday as well. So shout out to her for that. Um, and and yeah, I mean, we are rolling into fall or winter sports. Uh, middle school has transitioned to basketball solely girls play on thursdays boy play boys play on mondays each week we play in a southwestern san antonio athletic league so we play the schools from bernie and the schools from medina valley and wimberley and kerrville um and panthers and, and they match up you know pretty well with those schools so we're anxious to see them you know continue to improve and continue to get better and do what they do and then the same thing's happening you know we we let some of the freshmen transition to basketball um during the period every day they're going to go to basketball um, we still got a couple of freshmen that are practicing football with us. And then the rest of them, we let them uh, play football two days a week, and then we lift them and get them ready to go. So, so yeah, we got a lot of going, a lot of stuff going on. Swimming's going on as well. Um, we got, we're still finishing up with golf. Boys and girls golf has just I recently just typed finished up some up. golf results this morning. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things going on, you know, in the athletic world. And, uh, you know, we're having great success in everything we're doing, which is what you want. So couldn't be more proud of our coaches, our program, our families, and everybody that's doing what they do. Absolutely. And I'm going to so. get my first look at the girls' basketball team tomorrow night. I'm excited for that. Yeah, but first home game for first, sure. First home game, yeah. Navarro. I'll be there at that one. That'll be my first time seeing them play, so that'll be yeah. fun. But uh, let's, let's wrap it up. Now, last yeah. Friday, I got to do my very first a Coffee with Coach episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I noticed y'all do a question at the end. You give your keys to victory. And, yeah. I, and I thought that was an interesting yeah, concept, yeah. and I thought that'd be a fun way yeah. to just end today's show. Won't be a weekly thing because that's Coffee with Coach, but yeah, why yeah, not yeah. end this one? It's the biggest game of the year up to this point. Yeah. You're getting ready to face the Wildcats. We've talked a little yeah. bit about what they bring on offense and defense. Yeah. What is it going to take for you all to beat them Friday night? Yeah, we're going to have to focus. Um, our, our our big thing right now is focus. we got to focus on the little details, and we've got to have the desire to – not just want to keep playing, but to do whatever it takes to keep getting better at the little things. You know, Coach Coach Gibbs talked to him this morning about focus. I talked to him about you've got to want to be the best you've been all year. We've been doing this for 16 weeks. That's from the beginning of training yeah. camp till now. This is week 16. You've got to want to get better at all of the little things, and that's what's going to take us to victory is being able to get better at tackling, at taking care of the football, at catching, at throwing, at getting off blocks, at all the fundamental things that make you a good football player. You have to have the desire every single day in practice to get better at those things. And then translate that to, you know, locking your locker in the locker room or putting your towel in the towel bin or picking up trash or whatever. Just, you know, winning is not a sometimes thing. Winning is an all-the-time thing. And you win – by how you carry yourself in everything that you do. And that's what that's what we try to get across these kids. So I think from a, from a keys to victory standpoint, we've got to focus on those things. You know, the things that we did not do well against Somerset, 
um, at times we've got to get those things fixed by focusing on those things in practice. Um, then we've also got to be able to execute the game plan as prescribed by the coaches, right? Um, you got to do your job. I tell them every week, do your job, be a great teammate, and do it for something bigger than yourself. That's what I tell the kids every single week of every single season my entire coaching life, right? Um and so they got to be able to do the job as prescribed by the coaches. Um, in order to stop them on defense, we're going to have to be very disciplined on defense in order for us to stop their offense because it's a very similar offense to Canyon Lake um, where there's multiple reads and multiple formations and you have to get aligned right and you have to have, make sure you have the right strength call and you have to make sure that we shift when they go tackle over and you have to make sure that we get lined up right so that you have somebody in every gap. And then once the play starts, you got to read your key and go really hard to get in your gap and then and then you got to make a tackle when you get there, you know. And so that's those are the keys on defense. I think we've got to do that on offense. Um, we've got to um, take advantage of what they're giving us. Um, they're really good on defense. Um, I will give them credit. They're very consistent on defense. They run the same defense most of the time. They're not going to um, – they're so good they don't have to blitz that much. Um, a lot of people, depending on your football philosophy, think that if you blitz a lot, you're not – that's because you're not real good on defense, right? And so that's not the case with them. They're really good on defense. They're good up front. Um, they don't have to do a whole lot because they're so good. So we hope that we can bank on that consistency so we're going to know where they're going to be and so we can try to exploit where they might have a weakness or two. They don't have many, but certainly we're going to try to figure out where those are. Um, and then we just have to execute. Our front has to be able to establish a line of scrimmage. Um, they've done a good job of that all year. I think that's probably the key matchup for us this week is our offensive front versus their defensive front, um, and then vice versa, their offensive front versus our defensive front. Games are always won in the trenches. Um, and then they're they're pretty good on special teams as well. You know, they do, they do a lot of different things on special teams, and we're going to have to um key to victory is going to have to be to try to steal a possession or steal some momentum anyway you might not steal a possession but you can certainly steal some momentum in the kicking game um, while being very consistent and solid with what we do and fixing the things that we talked about sooner but other than that I think you know that's that's a pretty long cliche list I gave you but uh, I think those are the things that'll that'll happen and 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 I just I'm excited about I texted the kids last week um, and told them happy game day on Friday. And I said, I can't wait to see you perform tonight. And and that's kind of how it is now. You know, you you, you got to get through Monday. You got to get through Tuesday. You got to get through Wednesday. You got to have good practices. You got to do one day at a time. But at the ultimate thing right now, it's like, man, man, we can't wait to get to Friday mm -hmm. and see what, you know, see how we're going to match up. Christmas against. camp coming early. Yeah, I mean, how are you going to match up with such a, such a quality program? And, and right now, it, it is 100% about, the now you let's be in the now and and don't look too far forward and don't look back let's be in the now and let's be as great as we can be in the now and if you do that then uh you look up and and maybe you've been fortunate enough to win a playoff game like we were last friday night you know or, or hopefully we'll be that way this friday night we'll look up and we'll say oh man we we just beat cal allen holy cow that's a great thing you know okay now let's get ready for the next one so that's kind of the mindset you have to have um, these kids are focused um, they love each other and this is what they want to do and and winning a second playoff game would be a legacy thing for them and so they're they're thinking about that but reminding them that you know it's not about that it's about just focusing on the details like we've done for 16 weeks so absolutely yeah. 7 p.m. Jordanton High School on Friday uh, 
Coach, thanks as always for you joining bet. me. This is just the Thank first you. of three podcasts I have coming this week. It's a packed, awesome. packed week. Uh, Coach Tim Shipman of the Heritage Eagles will be on the show Wednesday. Congratulations then, to them on their playoff. Yeah, they had well. a great game on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, shout out, got, got some uh, great pictures of that game as well. And we'll talk to, to Coach Shipman here in a couple days, and then awesome. uh, we're going to wrap up the season with Coach Zenner on Thursday. So, uh, Coach, thanks for joining me, and we will be back, I guess, on Wednesday with Coach Shipman. Sounds good.